0: Welcome to the Relationship Channel. Teaching for Change, Trading STFC, Grow Beyond brings to you a series of podcasts to enhance personal and professional relationships. I'm Catherine Moura and I'm your host for these weekly conversations. Music the Relationship Channel podcast series one. So what if I'm angry? Episode 10, Do or Die? There's an ancient proverb in the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 4, that says, Fools fold their hands and ruin themselves. My hope with this podcast is that the three tips that we provide here will enable you to act and not to fold your hands and see everything crumble. In this podcast, I'm going to give you some tips on how to avoid the pitfalls of dying. Now, of course, when I'm talking about dying, I'm not necessarily talking about being buried in the grave. I'm basically talking about situations that we go through in life that are very difficult experiences, and they can um, compare to dying inside. These experiences can take many shapes and forms. Uh, For example, you might lose a job and have a family to support and not have another one to go to. You might lose the relationship of a spouse or a child that moves out from home. All of these experiences can be very difficult, especially when anger is the cause of these difficult outcomes. So let's begin. Tip number one, observe the signs. As an angry person, you'll begin to notice that when you're angry, there are certain reactions that people have towards you. Now, these reactions are for you to observe and pay attention to. Often they're ignored. And the consequences are very detrimental to you and to those around you. And I'll talk a little about that in a moment. But observing these signs are vital for you to move forward without experiencing those death experiences that I was talking about a moment ago. The closest people in your life might have the courage to say something about your anger And it's important to pay attention to whatever it is that they're saying. But in general, the colleagues in your workplace won't say anything. They might not want to lose your friendship or it might be out of fear. Because of this, it's really important to listen to the signs around you, what people aren't saying, but what they're actually doing. Are they moving away from you, avoiding you, changing departments? talking about the issues with their friends, or resigning. When you don't pay attention to these signs, what potentially could happen is that individuals will begin to mention this to a manager or to someone else that's in charge. That could be a problem and it could be a solution. It could be a problem in that you'll be referred to get some help And that help could be within the organization or external to the organization. It could also mean that you are referred to an anger management course where you'll learn skills to deal with people in a more effective way. Now, that can be very beneficial, even though it can be quite embarrassing. You can be in a difficult position at the time when you do receive that referral, but it can be extremely beneficial for you as a person. And you can learn many skills on how to deal with anger. On the other hand, you might get a a warning of do this or you have to leave the organization. And that is the do or die situation. You've got to the point where your anger has not been dealt with. It's at an extreme position. And now you're getting a warning from the organization that you need to leave or do this course. Otherwise, you will not have a job anymore. Now, these are real situations and many individuals, not just a few, go through them. And sometimes I have met people that say, well, I used to be like this before and I never had a problem. No one has ever complained. And now, why are they complaining about this situation? And that's true rules within organisations have changed significantly. There is much more of a move towards human rights, the value of the person and the individual. There are also laws in place to protect individuals from being bullied, and that includes um, anger that goes with that, bullying, or abusive supervision. There are also complaints that individuals can make in relation to that if they have evidence. Cultural differences and abuse within cultures is also uh, a no-no. And there are many, many other areas related to anger towards individuals. And this leads us to the second tip. Listen to the recommendations. It doesn't matter how long you've been in an organisation, how old you are, to listen to those recommendations of going for intervention. If the intervention required has a danger tag or a die tag attached to it, it does make it easier for individuals to seek help because if they don't do it, then they don't have a job. And if that job is important, it's necessary to go and get that intervention. On the other hand, if that intervention is a recommendation and there is no die tag to it, as we spoke about earlier, it makes it a bit harder for individuals to go and seek that help out. Now, my encouragement and recommendation to you is that you do go and get that help. That is beneficial because if you don't get that help, you will end up at the die stage, which is you either do this or you won't have a job anymore. So you want to encourage yourself and inspire yourself to do something towards growing in the area of managing your anger. Now let's transfer that to a a personal situation. If you're an angry person at work, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're an angry person at home, but it could be that, Your personality is anger prone and it could go both ways. Now, if that's the case, there is also a die danger situation there in the sense that if your spouse or your children have experienced that anger over and over and over again, there might come a time when they want to distance themselves from you if they haven't already distanced themselves internally from you. Let's take, for example, a spouse. A spouse might say, I've had enough, and the individual that is the angry person might not listen to them. So, then when it's something really small, maybe a small incident, a tiny situation that doesn't seem to be anything to the angry person directed towards someone that has had enough, that situation is the trigger to finalize everything. So you might lose that relationship, which can lead you to a a die situation, a situation where you die inside and you experience all those emotions that are difficult emotions. And those emotions could come from loss. So for example, a spouse might leave, a child might not want to be at home if they're a teenager, In the situation where the spouse leaves and you're an angry person, they might want to take full custody of the children and not allow you to see the children. An experience like that can be very detrimental to you as an individual, especially if you love your family, you work for them, everything you do is surrounding them and suddenly you've lost that because of your anger. And that's why that recommendation is there. To get that help that's needed, we do offer anger management intervention. We do have one on one courses. We also have group courses if you prefer that. And we do have an online course that will be launched on the 23rd of February. So you can book in now if you like and you'll receive that information closer to the time. The links to these are below. I sincerely hope that if you're an angry person that has recurring anger, and if you haven't dealt with it, that you are able to do that and that you won't experience these difficult situations. But if you do, it's really important to take it as a growing opportunity. If you're open to grow, individuals, whether your spouse or whether employees or friends, they're able to see when people are genuinely wanting to change. And it's not only change for the sake of survival, it's basically change that will bring better relationships. When you do that, whether your relationships are restored or not, it gives you that opportunity to stop that from happening again. If you can get those skills, that is vital to bring a new way of dealing with situations into your life. Now to my third tip, grow. Put your learnings into action. I've met so many people that have done courses in so many subjects and topics, and yet they continue to do the same thing. It's easy to go on a course. For the sake of going on a course, for fulfilling obligations um, to protect you from losing your job, losing your relationship. It's really easy to do that. But it's not easy to start implementing those changes. So, how do you do that? How do you implement changes effectively? I'd encourage you to start looking at things that have worked well for you. So, when did you deal with your anger effectively? and what was different then. When you were doing the course, what did you put into practice that worked and that you didn't find too difficult? So start doing the things that you find easy and don't get discouraged by the things that you find difficult. And it's always good to rate uh, those decisions that you make, so those action steps. For example, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much can I actually do this? And if you rate it below a 7, find something else to do. But don't stop doing the things that will bring that change into your life. The changes that happen in your life affect the lives of many people. The employees that you work with, the colleagues, the friends, your home life. If you have a spouse, your spouse, your children, the ones you come into contact as customers, clients, all of those will be impacted by this change. It's very powerful when you're able to take one change and implement that. If you just take one and you make sure that you know how to do that well, and then once you've done that, you implement a new one. And then eventually, this will become part of your life. I like to compare it to someone that's learning how to drive a manual car. Now they're learning. Uh, There are many hiccups when you're learning. The clutch control isn't going very well. You might roll backwards. And so there are all of these learning processes that come with learning a skill. But once you know it, you know it. And then you know it forever. And that's it. It's basically trying to implement these changes step by step consistently until you master those skills and then move on to a second one. But never stop. The other way that you can continue to implement these changes is that if you've sense that you're slipping back or that you've forgotten some of those skills, or that you've forgotten the skills that were recommended, go back, do the course again. Have a refresher. Do some coaching. Get a psychologist to help with areas that are an issue. And if you do have other areas that are related to it, like alcohol or drugs, get some help for that. Because that will be beneficial, as I said before, to protect you from the die situations, which are the situations that take you into those extreme experiences of difficulty that can be very hard to go through. Your doctor can recommend a psychologist, your workplace can recommend coaching, give you a direction if you ask them to. So don't hold back. Find the help you need no matter what. I've added a few resources and links below. Have a look at those when you get a chance or now while you're listening to the podcast and grow as much as you can. So glad you could join me today for podcast 10, Do or Die. Remember to clock in next week for our 11th podcast, The Cost of Anger Revealed.